Hello, hello, and welcome to ABC Gotham, your New York City history podcast. I am your host, Kathleen. With me is my co-host and your other host, Kate. Hello, everyone. We are so close to the end of the alphabet, but don't worry. It is not the end of ABC Gotham. We're going to start all over again at letter A. It's just the end of season one. This is the end of season, or if we were British, series Series one. one. Not quite the end. We are only on episode Y, not quite on episode Z. Boy, will it be a party when we finish episode Z. But for now, we are working on episode Y, and we will stick to the topic. And what is our topic today, Kate? I'm so proud of us for actually getting all of the letters at the end of the alphabet. Uh, Me too. (laughs) They were a little hard. But tonight's episode is Yellow Cabs. Yellow Cabs. Yeah, Yellow Cabs. Uh, Just kind of... There's such uh, a presence here in New York City, and I feel mm-hmm. like, especially with all the tourist paraphernalia you can buy that has a yellow cab on it, they're really mm-hmm. like an unofficial icon for the city. I think next mm-hmm. to the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah, I would say, yeah, it's one of those things that's just instantly recognizable. And other cities have cabs, obviously, but something about the yellow cab or the checker cab it is, it is so New York, and we are here to tell you how that all came about, why that is the way it is. Right, exactly. Like, who picked the color yellow? Why was why is mm-hmm. yellow the choice for the cabs? And uh, at yeah. what point did all the cabs become yellow cabs? Uh, exactly. Now, if you don't live here in New York City, there are other cabs. Well, they're not really called cabs. They're called car services. Uh, they're also called livery cabs. Black cars, livery cabs. Um, the un-PC term is gypsy cabs. Yeah. If you've seen Royal Tenenbaums, that, that's what they call them, right? Gypsy Do cabs? Do they call it that? Yeah. I think yeah. so. I'm that sure we'll right. have a fan correct me, but I think that's what they call them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so but the official to actually be a cab... A, they have uh, yellow cabs here in the city, and those are legally the only cars that can accept street hails, which I'll go into a little bit more. Other cabs will pick you up, but they're not supposed to. Like, the official cab of the city is the yellow cab, especially in Manhattan. Right. And the first taxi cab we actually have in New York City not including, of course, any uh, horse-drawn carriages, uh, was sure. the taxi cab by Samuel's Electric Carriage and Wagon Company. They actually had huh. 12 electric handsome cabs in 1897, huh. which is pretty amazing. It's before, of course, we switch over to gasoline and diesel mm-hmm. as a means of powering our automobiles. And it's funny because we're coming full circle. We're actually trying to implement more electric vehicles here in New York City. Exactly. Why didn't we just stick with the electric ones in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. It's a little shady how it goes down. But um, in case you're curious where the term cab comes from, it's a shortened version of the word cabriolet, which is a light horse-drawn vehicle with two wheels and a single horse. And the driver would be in one of those two people in the car. Uh, the This company, the Samuels Electric Carriage and Wagon Company, which I'm probably just going to call Samuels from now on, 
uh, runs really only runs for about a year until 1898. Uh, it really, um, they really, it booms. They're suddenly, they go from 12 to 62 cabs in a year. Whoa, wow. I know, I know, pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, there's a big demand. Uh, I mean, think about it. If you switch over to these electric vehicles, there's no horse poop. Um, uh, the streets are a bit cleaner. They, and they're a new thing, yeah. you know, and people... And they might might even be quieter? Although maybe not if the wheels were metal. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure if they're lighter. I'm, at the time, it's probably steel. They're probably very heavy as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Solid, Probably solid rubber tires, not the inflated mm. tires we have now. Um, so it's and, still going to be a bumpy ride. It's still going to be a bumpy ride. Uh, think of most of New York as being cobblestones at the time. Oh, Boy. So oh, not, I mean, it's not a, it's not a nice ride whether you're in a cab, they're in one of these um, electric vehicle company cars, or if you're in mm-hmm. a horse-drawn carriage. Either way, it's it's probably not very comfortable. You're bumping around no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Right. So they, they, this company. So they, in 1898, around this time, they actually are reformed. They're called now the Electric Vehicle Company, and they mm-hmm. want to develop a monopoly by placing. Um, they actually want to take over all American cities, and so they kind of pilot it here, and then they're like, it'd be great, you know, Chicago, Los Angeles, you know, mm-hmm, just kind of, mm-hmm. they have this really great idea for monopolizing the entire country, and they they manufacture as well as run the cab company. They manufacture the cars as well, and they sell yeah. about 2,000 cars just as taxis alone. But then they actually fall apart. The company falls apart uh, just a few years later what? in 1800. Yeah, it, this is where we're talking they about. They had it all figured out. Everything was great. What, they did, but what then happened? we have uh, gas cars okay. start to be uh, introduced. And also we've got problems with uh, they actually do get in trouble with you can't have a monopoly. It's illegal. And so mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. go to court over some of that. Uh, you also, the cars are not that great. They're, they don't perform very well. <laughs> but but it's pretty amazing because they actually invent the Electrobat, which is the first successful electric automobile. I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. They like huh. invent this car, but it's actually not very well made. And they always break <laughs> down. Uh, the other problem we have, which is really a couple problems they have, is there's a fire um, in 1907. It destroys about 300 of their cars, and you've got oh, the panic God. of 1907, which just kind of destroys the entire the entire company. It's it's all gone. <laughs> wow! Wow! Um, you would think that such a sure fire thing, that such a definite winner, that that company would be golden. Maybe next time around we should do what the uh, Panic of 1907 did to Ooh, the city. Ooh, we could. Um, so we yeah. don't have a yellow cab yet. We just kind of had these strange electric vehicles going around the city. Cars for hire, yeah. Um, and, and I realize this podcast is a little bit about the automotive history. Um, I'll just throw a few facts in. Uh, Henry Bliss becomes the first person killed by a motor vehicle accident here in oh. the United States and the Americas, and it was here in New York City. Hey. Um, 
In, on September 13, 1899, he's exiting a streetcar, which pretty amazing mm-hmm. New York used to have streetcars, on West uh-huh. 74th and Central Park West, and he's hit by oh. one of these electric taxi cabs, oh. and he dies the next morning. So our first wow. motor vehicle fatality in New York City. Fatality. And they've just gone up since then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the driver, Arthur Smith, was actually acquitted of manslaughter, saying it was accidental. He, he couldn't stop the car in time. Uh, and then, of course, in 1899, the same year, uh, or a little earlier, uh, in May, the first speeding ticket is given to a taxi cab driver <laughs> named Jacob German, which makes me wonder, I couldn't find how fast he was going and how fast he shouldn't have been going. Uh-huh. I just imagine sometimes these horse-drawn carriages just, like, flying through the city. So, like, I'm wondering, how fast was this electric car in 1899 going? It was probably, well, it was probably faster than the horses, right? But even then, it has to get around the horses. I don't know. That's a good question. I can't picture this. I have no idea. Uh, It's... I, mm. I couldn't find it, but I do love the first speeding ticket in 1899. They already had it. They're like, <laughs> but how did they know? I don't imagine they had, like, you know, the ray guns that tell you how fast. Are they just like, oh, he looks like he's going fast. So uh, right now, uh, the horse-drawn carriages really rule the streets of New York mm-hmm. City. They're dirty. They're smelly. They're, I mean, when you see them around the Plaza Hotel right now, they're lovely. I feel so sad for the horses. But, you know... I um, hope they're treated okay. I know there's a lot of political stuff about the horses that, that pull the carriages. I mean, the idea is that they're mistreated, right? Yeah, I just feel sad for them. They have blinders on. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the traffic freaks them out. But if I, you ever... Yeah, they'd panic if it weren't for the blinders. <clears throat> yeah, and if you ever um go to that part of Manhattan, it smells, it smells bad. And so I, I know, I can't imagine the entire city smelling like that on top of, that's the thing. So maybe you don't smell it because you have open sewage, you know, it's not a clean Uh, city. I think that's why everyone smoked all the time is as bad as cigarette smoke is to us now. That was better than everything else. Yeah. So I'm going to bring us up to 1907, which is the birth of the yellow cab. Uh, Henry Allen, uh, uh, this this man, Henry Allen, he gets really angry about being charged five dollars. Um, he he takes a he gets uh, a, a taxi at the time, which is a horse-drawn carriage, which takes mm. him 0.75 miles, and he's charged five dollars. Now, in today's wow. money, that's one hundred and twenty-three dollars and fifty cents. Okay, that's that's pretty messed up. He's so angry, the story goes, that he vows on the spot to start his own taxi service, which charges Mm. so much per mile, which sounds very familiar. Sure does. He imports 65 gas-powered cars from France Mm. and begins New Mm. York Taxi Cab Company. And he paints the cabs yellow. This is the beginning. Um, And he does it to to make sure you can see the cabs from a distance. So when... You're looking down the street, you can see this cab from really far away, which works even to this day. It works, yeah, yeah. It does work. That's good thinking. Wow. And there's not a lot of yellow cars out there. They stand out because they're the only ones. Right. When he originally got the cars, they were actually um, red and green, uh, 
and the he came up with this idea for the yellow at, for the reason we just said. By 1908, just a year later, there are already 700 taxicabs on the street. Uh, the horses are losing out. A year later, 700? Year. I can't it's believe amazing, it. It's amazing, right? And uh, within the decade, actually, there are more, more and more companies open. This guy does, isn't like... Mm. I want a monopoly. He's, you know, it really opens the market for the cab. Mm. People are also starting to buy cars of their own right now. So really uh -huh. the horse-drawn carriages is kind of out, going out. Uh, and mm -hmm. the standard rate at the time is 50 cents a mile, and mm. which is actually pretty expensive. So these taxi yeah. cabs are really more for the rich than the poor. Only the rich. Yeah. 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 Um, we'll bring you up to the 1920s. I mean, this kind of, it kind of goes this way for a while. And, uh, in the 1920s, car manufacturers start to get in the picture. General Motors, Ford Motor Company, mm -hmm. they actually start mm -hmm. operating their own fleets. Um, so they're creating, what? yeah, they're manufacturing their own cabs and, huh. uh, opening, starting their own taxi companies, not just here in New York, but across the country. Right. Right. Um, the most successful one which everybody knows of, of course, is the Checker Cab Manufacturing Company, which is yeah. a really, well, post pictures, uh, it's a really iconic, you know, looking car. Like you see it and you know right away. Feels like New York in the 80s or 70s. <laughs> um, not that either of us were here at the time, but it's, no, it's kind of quite. what I meant. You know, Taxi Cab, the movie. Yeah, we watched TV in the 80s and the 70s, so we knew what it looked like in New York in the I 80s didn't watch and the TV 70s. In the 70s. Yes, you did. Oh, not I in the 70s, no. I wasn't born. You watched enough in the 80s to make up for it. Yeah, I did. I did. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, the Checker Motor Company creates uh, cars. Um, they're based out of Kalamazoo, Michigan, uh, and they're mm -hmm. established in 1922 by Morris Markin. They're I, you can't miss them. Like when you look at them compared to, say, another car at the time, they have much larger rear seats, uh, lots of room oh, for passengers, okay. which I wish we had now. <laughs> um, the trunks are enormous on these cars. These cars are kind of boats. They're they're good they're, gas guzzlers. Yeah, they're they're massive. I kind of wish I had one though. <laughs> oh, you would hate it. You have to park that thing. I know, I could figure it out. If I could, yeah, I could yeah. totally figure it out. Um, <laughs> the, the final models were produced in 1982. Sadly, the company went bankrupt, uh, which I'll go into Man. a little bit about. Um, the last checker cab, uh, people really held on to these for a long time. I actually remember when I moved mm. here, still seeing a few on the street. Yeah, um, they were here and there. Yeah, the last checker phased out in 1999. Um, after, and get this, this car had been operating for 20 years and had over oh. a million miles. What? <laughs> Can a car even do that? Really? So. A million yeah. miles? Yeah. Damn. Amazing, right? That thing must have been a tank. I know. I, I want to know, like, what was replaced or was it all original yeah. parts? It pretty, I mean, who knows? It was just retired from being a taxi cab. Somebody could have taken mm -hmm. that car with its million miles and just, like, dri mm -hmm. driven it. It's pretty amazing. I, I love that the ticker will go up to a million. Yeah. Wow. That's, wow. Amazing. Wow, that car was built to last. Wow. 
so we'll we'll get into a bit more about the checker cab later, but uh, I'm just going to kind of bring you up through the years. Uh, until this point, anybody could be a cab driver. You know, you had a car, you could be a cab driver. Uh, New York City starts uh, introducing medallions, which you have to have now in order to be a taxi, a licensed taxi driver in the city. There are yeah. um, companies that are sketchy where somebody's uh-huh. just got a car and it's a little strange. You can still find those around the city, especially in the outer boroughs. Mm-hmm. Um, what starts the medallions is during the Depression when there's no work, um, there are more drivers than passengers. Sure. So you, everybody, if you can get your hands on a car, you know, you're trying to make money, you're a taxi driver. Right, uh, long right. hours, uh, problems with maintenance of the cars, not being able to fix them, so they're a hazard. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the me- mechanical integrity of the cars, sure, they, sure. you know, it's just a recipe for disaster and accidents mm-hmm. and people being hurt. So our favorite mm-hmm. mayor, Kathleen... Fiorello LaGuardia? Yeah. He signs the Haas Act, introducing licenses and medallion systems. So we can totally thank him for this, which I'm surprised. I don't think it came up when we talked about him before. No, I think we we must have missed that. I mean, all his other accomplishments. Wow. Um, So he limits the number of licenses. Today, Mm -hmm. uh, the number of licenses that exist are uh, 13,237, mm-hmm. which seems like a, I want it to be a round number at the OCD part of me. Isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> why isn't it, why isn't it round? I'm going to write Bloomberg. Um, or if he's listening to this, can you please let me know? Um, yeah. Could you just up it or down it and just get that to a round number? Yeah. Please? Just, just let me know why. Um, <laughs> however, this is kind of an artificial restriction. Um, okay. it's, a barrier to enter the legitimate taxi market and Mm -hmm. starts up what kind of what we have today, which is a market for illegal taxi cab operations. Hmm. Um, So are these actual, they visually look like cabs, but aren't drivers with medallions or you're just talking about the car service people? Um, they, some of the car services that you and I know of here in the outer boroughs are not licensed like medallioned, I've definitely sure. been in them before, where they're not licensed oh, taxi me too. cabs. Uh, they can, yeah, yeah. They can kind of charge what they want. There's no, mm-hmm. right now we have the Taxi Cab Commission, which you can yes. complain taxi to cab and limousine wrong. commission. Yeah. Um, so there's no higher authority with these guys, except that it's illegal that they operate at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no one to complain to. Exactly. Um, mm. Leasing a medallion is a lot of money. Um, some fleet metal- so medallions are so expensive. So expensive. Oh to give you an idea, in 2011, uh, one some fleet medallions uh, topped at a million dollars. What? Yeah. Why do they even um, have that kind of money? That's how is that well, possible? If you have a million have, dollars, buy a house, and get out of town. If you own the medallion, you know. Mm. Um, oh, that's oh, sorry. That's actually to own a medallion. Oh, okay. Um, the however the well, that's still has, kind of crazy. What's that? That still sounds pretty crazy to me. It's still super crazy. But you think about it. If you own the cat, if you own the license, and you paid a million dollars for it or whatever, mm. um, the corporation that owns it 
mm-hmm. just leases out that cab to, you know, however many people so that it runs all day long, they make their more than make their money back. Sure, sure. Um, I guess so. So these medallions, 29% of them are owner-operated, and the rest are leased by large corporations. And that number is actually protected. Um, They didn't want all of the medallions in the city to be owned by corporations, so a certain percentage Mm -hmm. is always owned by um, private owners, single owners, Mm -hmm. where you just own your cab. And um, where was I going with this? They own their medallions. Those uh, those medallions are actually less expensive. If you are a single okay. private owner, it's less expensive for you to buy a medallion than for a corporation to buy a medallion. Okay, that's good. They're to know. still incredibly incredibly expensive, though. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't change it, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so in the 1960s, uh, private livery services um, start to really become big in underserved neighborhoods. The outer mm-hmm. boroughs, especially um, Upper Manhattan, uh, they're not at all the only people. As I said before, who are supposed to pick up street hails um, are the yellow cabs. Um, right. These car services, livery services, are only supposed to go when you call them. Which mm-hmm. every as, as somebody who's lived in Brooklyn a long time, I think I've got like six or seven car service numbers in my phone. Sure, yeah, for yeah, different yeah. neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to be the only way you'll pick them up, but they definitely do pick you up. On the I've street. never had a problem hailing never. a livery cab, and in fact, I often have a problem when I'm trying to get a regular cab, and my arm is in the air, and they yeah. honk at me, and I yeah. tell them to go away because I want to use my credit card. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's pretty. It's kind of. Um, I'll tell you a little secret. Uh, when mm. you see these, I'm sure people who live in the city know this, but if you're ever standing on a corner and one of these livery cars go by, you can definitely recognize them. They're usually Crown mm. Vicks or mm-hmm. um, Lincoln Town cars, a lot of Lincoln Town cars. Um, and Lincoln they Town always cars. have like a reflector on the bumper on the back of the car um, or on the, huh. the, 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 the trunk on the back of the car. And they'll usually say on the trunk whatever the name of their livery company is. Okay. Um, but if you're standing on a corner, they'll honk their horn once as they go by to let you know mm-hmm. that they're available if you'd like to hail them. So if you're ever standing on a yeah. corner and you're like, why do these cars keep honking at me? That's why uh-huh. you. Yeah, that happened to me a lot when I lived in Washington Heights. I think they thought I was lost. Oh, no. That's yeah. cute. Oh, yeah. Um. So in 1967, all medallion taxis have to be painted yellow. So you you kind of have um, the checker cabs aren't all the, quite the same color at the time. There becomes hmm. like a a New York City. This is the yellow. You have to paint your cab if you are a medallion holder in the city. Mm-hmm. That's funny because I remember I'm. All I've ever seen and all I've ever heard of is yellow cabs, but I remember a scene in The Great Gatsby where mm-hmm. uh, where the the mistress of Tom Buchanan lets like a cat lets a lot of cabs go by until one comes that's like gray and lavender. She waits for a certain color of cab, and I was wow. like, they don't have gray and lavender cabs. What is she talking about? So yeah. that makes sense. 
Yeah, so this is when it's like completely official. Until now, there have been a lot of yellow caps, and people will paint their caps yellow because, as we've said before, it's easy to see them coming. Um, but yeah. this is when it becomes official, um, mm-hmm. so that you mm-hmm. know this is a real cab. This is actually the one I should be getting in, not the mm. gray and lavender that may not actually be a medallion holder. Right. Um, it's it's an easy way to tell which one's a legal and illegal cab. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think that's the, a good idea. The 1970s see the birth of the New York City Taxi and Limo Commission, the TLC, mm. which are mm-hmm. the people we were saying before you can complain about, or you can actually compliment <laughs> your driver if you have a very nice experience. Who compliments their driver? You have to go I through feel all like that we trouble. need to be more positive. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, this is a little bit of research I I did, and they said most people complain about their cabs. There's a million complaints that the the TLC, the Taxi Limousine Commission, gets every single day, but on average of twice a day, they'll get a compliment to a day of this huge city. I'm going to start, I mean, I never take cabs because I don't have money for them, but exactly. I'm going to start giving good reviews when I get a good a good cab driver. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try to remember to do that. Because I've had some good ones. I've had some smart guys who, you know, told me a shorter way and we saved some money. I mean, I've had some really good cabbies. So I've had some had good, some too, ones, but too. I've also had the ones that fall asleep at stoplights. Yeah. that's That'll really turn your turn you around on the whole concept. I've had some very strange cap stories. I also love, um, I always read the L magazine, um, mm-hmm. and I always love the Ask a Cab Driver section. Yes, like, Ask a Cabby. Where they're uh-huh. from, Ask a Cabby. I love that section. And it's like where he was hailed and where he hails from. Yeah. Yeah, I, oh, I, I, I always look forward to that. Yes. Um, Okay, so um, 19, back to the 1970s. Um, the TLC uh, mandates part- partitions, the ones that uh, you'll see in the cabs to this day, uh, mm. due to, there's a, you know, it's 1970s. Crime is skyrocketing in New York City, yeah. especially to cabbies um, mm-hmm. and, easy, you know, easy pickings. You know, they're carrying That's cash. That's a crazy dangerous job, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh they also, um, first they require, I love this, I didn't know about this, but they require lock boxes in the cabs. Hmm. Okay. Which can't be taken out of the cab, but then they would just steal the hmm. cab. Yeah. So, <laughs> Fine. Rather than mugging the cabbie and taking the money, they would still, like, Carjack. they would throw, they'd hijack the car in order to get the money yeah. in the lock box because they couldn't remove the money from the car. Um, they very quietly abandoned this. Uh, I see. The, <laughs> <laughs> um, the people, the customers, you and I, Kathleen, mm-hmm. um, start yes. to com- complain a lot about the bulletproof partition. Uh, huh. It gets in the way, um, head injuries from sudden stops, and I'm like, why aren't you wearing your seatbelt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, cabbies are like, it's not really bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs> we got some problems. Sh- shot. It's not the fir- the stuff they put in at first is not actually bulletproof, and oh. 
So they thought um, people would just fall for it like it's the placebo effect? I'm like, oh, well, there's a barrier. I guess I won't be mugging this guy. But I love the people complaining like, I hit my head, it hurts. And I'm like, why aren't you wearing it? Well, maybe there aren't seatbelts in the back seat at the time. Maybe it was before seatbelts, yeah. And the thing is, they have to open the partition to get paid. Well, they have that, you know, they have that little thing. Oh, there's that little thing. Yes, so for those of you who will have an image, it's, it's a tiny plexiglass uh, for lack of a better word, drawer. But yeah, yeah, yeah you'll, you there is in? a little thing, and it is possible to be separated from your cabbie throughout the whole ride. You're right, but I've never had anyone use that thing. So well, it's also a lot better now because a lot of cabs will take uh, credit cards, so cabs are yes. carrying less money, which is always very good in keeping them from being robbed. I was so happy when they started taking credit cards. <laughs> Me too, because I never have cash. Exactly. Um, so that pretty much brings us up to date on the yellow cab. Uh, the Lincoln Town Car has replaced the Crown Vic, which was... Uh, the, well, the Lincoln Town Car and the Crown Vic, which were both very popular cars uh, for yellow mm-hmm. cabs, mm-hmm. Uh, are actually being replaced with the Prius and the Ford yes. Escape, both hybrids. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but there, there are a lot of money. Those are not exp- Those are not inexpensive cars. No, but I mean, neither are the, all the the town cars and the Crown Victorias. I mean, those are huge boats of cars. I, you're right. not, you're never going to outfit your fleet cheaply. You need a seriously durable car. Yes, like the Checker Cab mm-hmm. that goes for a million miles. A million miles. A million. Miles? Um, Pretty amazing. I want to know if if anybody knows if that car is still around. (laughs) It's probably still driving. (laughs) I know. He's still driving it. It's up to two million. I bet. So, um, the, now everybody, it's in the news a lot, the taxi cab of tomorrow, uh, which a few different companies put in for, designs for, the Nissan NV200, maybe we'll put a picture up, uh, was approved, Mm -hmm. um, and supposedly all taxi yellow cabs in the city have to be replaced over the next five years. Um, Wow, that seems kind of fast. So many cars. I know. I'm like, what are they going to do with the old ones? Um, I'll take an old... Prius taxi cab. <laughs> uh, 4,000 of them will be wheelchair accessible, and uh, they're going to change it so that livery cars can now legally accept street hails. I'm like, it's not going to matter. They're, they're doing it now. They'll do it then. Yeah. You know, it, it's important, though, because it's the only way to get a ride in the outer boroughs, especially the outer, yes. outer boroughs, you know, far yeah, away and- from Manhattan. And there's, you know, yellow cabs don't want to pick people up unless they're going back into the city. It is illegal, by the way, if you're here in the city, it is illegal Mm -hmm. for the yellow cab to actually turn you down when you say where you're going. If you're going to hear your destination and when they hear your destination, it's actually illegal for them not to take you. But I do recommend get in the car, shut the door and then say where you're going and then say it um, because otherwise they'll drive away. But if you're in the cab, they're not allowed to kick you out. They're not allowed to turn down a fare. Uh, and there is a just, loophole with that, though, right? Like, if they're, or if they say that they're on their way back to the, to to put the car the back, shift. like their shift is over. Yeah, after the end of the shift, they're driving back to the garage to put the, to store the car, and they'll see where you're going, and if it's on the way, yeah. they'll take you. I think that is the 
caveat. Around. Uh, yeah. yeah. So if you get some a car that's like the guy's like, I'm just about to go out of service. Where are you headed? I think he does have the option to say no because it's his last ride of the night. But I'm not 100 percent sure about that. So don't. Quote but me. if they have. If they have the the sign on the top of their cab that says they are picking up passengers on duty. Yes. Because if they're on their mm-hmm. way back to the garage, it should say off-duty. It should say off-duty, yes. And right. that's that's all on the top of the car, and we will have uh, a photo of that as well for you to yes. refer to. Um, so the last thing is that they're hoping by 2017 all the vehicles will be fully electric, which brings us all the way back wow. to the beginning. With fully <laughs> electric, uh, uh, like really, we had to go a hundred years back. No, but all the way back to the beginning, amazing. we'll be bringing the horses back. Ooh, gross! I mean, yeah, I not not that I think horses are gross, but I really don't want horses. You know, it sounded horse like you thought horses were gross, right? No, there. I love horses. It sounded like horses. that. I don't. No, love I don't, horse I don't know poop. if you do, Kate. <laughs> That's okay. Even horses don't like horse poop. <laughs> I don't think they do. Uh, well, thank you for listening to our episode Why on Yellow Cabs. We hope you learned a little bit more about New York City Yellow Cabs and a little bit of history you yes. didn't know before. Yes, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to us all this time, if you have been. And if you haven't been, if you just started with Why, go ahead and listen to the other episodes. They're pretty good. People like them. Yes, and here is a reason to go back and listen to A through X. We are right now planning the first, maybe first annual, uh, ABC mm-hmm. Gotham pub quiz night. So oh brush up goodness. on your previous episodes. We are uh, right now fi- scouting out a location. And mm-hmm. hopefully by the time we put letter Z up, we'll have a place. And we hope as many of you can make it as possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you will be quizzed on the material presented in all of the podcasts, so listen to them carefully. You get bonus points if you find mistakes we made. Yeah, and there will be prizes. And there will be prizes. I don't think we made too many mistakes, or we have very, very nice listeners who just let us get away with things. Because I would have expected uh, we've had a few mistakes. A lot more comments. Out, but, we've had um, a couple, but but not too many. Yeah, so uh, we hope you guys can make it. Uh, watch our yes. Facebook page for updates and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, listen, of, of course, to the podcast. And we'll have info coming up on that. We definitely will. We hope we see you all there. Thanks again for listening. Thank you so much, Kate. You did a lot of work on this episode. Yeah, I love Yellow Cabs. Yeah, thanks, Kathleen. It was, uh, it was really fun. Cool. I'm glad. Then we will talk to you all next time, folks. Bye, see you next time. I wish Bye. You could be here with me on this night in New York City. I wish you For more ABC Gotham, go to our website, abcgotham.podbean.com. Special thanks to Podcasting's Brock. Music for ABC Gotham is by Big Rude Jake. ABC Gotham is a K2 production, copyright 2013. All rights reserved.